BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Join hosts and educator extraordinaires Michal Beton and Noam Weisman for the latest weekly podcast from Unpacked Wandering Jews as they tackle topics and uncomfortable questions about Israel, Judaism, and Zionism that surround them with the goal of working towards the answers together with their listeners. No matter where you're from, if you've ever wondered about anything, this is the podcast for you. Listen to Wandering Jews with Michal and Noam on your favorite podcast app today. Wandering Jews is brought to you by Unpacked, a division of Open Door Media. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. In this podcast, we're going to talk frankly but sensitively about issues some people might find disturbing, including rape and suicide. If you or someone you know is suicidal, in the U.S., dial 988. Check out this podcast notes page for information on LGBT plus mental health resources in your community. Let's recap where we are in this story. Now, I need to remind you that two gay black men have been found dead 18 months apart in the same West Hollywood apartment. Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean both died of meth overdoses at 1234 North Laurel Avenue. Now, initially, both deaths were ruled accidental overdoses. Ed Buck, a gay white man who was fairly well known around town, rented that apartment in West Hollywood. Now, that's two overdoses at the exact same address in the exact same apartment in less than two years. Yet, Ed Buck was still free. And he was still persuading men to cross his threshold and enter into what some might have called Ed Buck's gates of hell. It's important, if we're going to understand what happened in Ed Buck's apartment, we have to understand where this all happened. When we started looking at the story of Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean, we realized that not a whole lot has been written about the history of West Hollywood specifically. So we thought we'd step back from the specific aspects of the crimes of Ed Buck to take a look at the place where Ed Buck's crimes were made possible. I'm Scenario Glenton. This is Shattering the System, the true crime podcast that's about more than crime. On this episode, Come As You Are, the story of West Hollywood and its rise from a lawless mob-run railroad town to a modern gay mecca more after this break. 
Well, I just got off the bus in the center of West Hollywood's Boys Town area on Santa Monica and Robertson. And I'm headed towards the Abbey. Now, it's not a church. It has no religious affiliation. If not quite a sacred space, it's supposed to be a safe space. It started off as a coffee shop, but in the more than 30 years since it's opened its doors, it's become one of the most important bars in the whole gay world. The motto of the bar might as well be the motto of the city of West Hollywood. Come as you are. Let me tell you a short story that, whether true or not, has become a local legend. In the 50s, the police in this area were known for doing stings on places where gay men gathered. On one particular night, the police showed up to raid a gay bar, and the most famous movie actress of the time was there. Elizabeth Taylor strolled to the door and informed the police that there was nothing to see here. The police sheepishly left empty-handed. Think about that for a moment. Police, gay people, celebrity and what it says about power and this place. Hank Scott is a pioneering journalist. He's worked at the New York Times, he ran Out Magazine, and he's one of the many people we've interviewed, not just about the case of Ed Buck, but about the city of West Hollywood, gay life, and local politics. West Hollywood is the gayest city in the country, but Hank Scott says the city has a mixed reputation in the gay world. He learned that when he started the newspaper WeHoville. I reached out to publishers of leading gay publications around the country and asked them in 10 words or less to describe West Hollywood. Scott thought it would be a good idea and a fun story. Oh, how wrong he was. It was so upsetting that I thought this isn't something I should probably publish in my first week on the job. <laughs> um, Twink Town, uh, Silly, um, Go-Go Boy, uh, and it turns out there's a lot more to West Hollywood than that. I, I realized there were a lot of stereotypes about West Hollywood. And one of the things that I saw as my mission, uh, both with the WeHoVille and West Hollywood magazine, is to um, dig deep and find out what West Hollywood was really like. West Hollywood is a lot of what people are imagining when you think Hollywood. Just want to make sure that folks understand that Hollywood is a neighborhood fully within the boundaries of the city of Los Angeles. In the mid-20th century, what is now West Hollywood wasn't its own city yet. It wouldn't be officially incorporated until 1984. The city is only about 1.9 square miles hemmed in by Los Angeles to the north, south, and east, and Beverly Hills to the west. And there are about 36,000 people who are squeezed into this less than two square miles. And that number can triple or even quadruple on the weekend. How did we get to here? Well, we need to step into the Wayback Machine to help us understand what made it possible for Ed Buck to so brazenly commit crime. For millennia, that bright sunshine that brings people to Southern California... Well, that was a curse. The semi-arid landscape and the insanely large number of man-eating bears meant that huge parts of Los Angeles were sparsely populated. Now, the ancient people who lived here, the Tongva, stalked deer in the Beverly Hills and fished in what is now Malibu. All the places where rich people live now are where people have kind of always lived. The terrifying California bear kept the population low, 
but the Spanish and later the Americans massacred the bears and decimated the native population. By the time a huge deposit of oil was found in 1892, Native Americans in the area were decimated and divested of their land. And by 1900, Los Angeles had swelled to more than 100,000 people. Now, while L.A. grew up, there was one area, a railroad town called Sherman, that sprang up. And it was the home of the Los Angeles Pacific Railroad. All its main shops, its main railroads, and for decades, a train ran down what is now the Santa Monica Boulevard. Sherman was where railroad and oil workers lived and played. It would become West Hollywood sometime later. Now, fast forward to the 1920s. Los Angeles is one of the most important oil-producing sites on the planet. And Sherman was the wide-open town that attracted lots of money. And while gambling was illegal in Los Angeles, it was legal over in Sherman. And all that money attracted bohemians, criminals, gays, hustlers, bohemians, and the mob. In the mid-1930s, Bugsy Siegel, famous East Coast mobster, a hitman, part of a group called Murder Incorporated, well, he moved to Southern California. And this man got into almost every racket you can imagine, extorting the studios through the unions and gambling and prostitution. Bugsy Siegel is probably, though, best known for helping build the Las Vegas Strip. Well, he, he made the money and the connections he needed to do that in part because of the money and what he learned from running the Sunset Strip. The Sunset Strip that runs right through West Hollywood. And before it became a tourist trap, it was a cash register for the mob. Now, if you watch a mob movie, Goodfellas or The Godfather, they sort of leave out that a big racket for the mob was gay bars. You could pay off the Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies. Hank Scott, the founder of WeHoville. Uh, if you were gay, you had serious problems if you were in uh, the city of Los Angeles. You were seriously persecuted. But there were gay bars that could pay off sheriff's deputies and survive in, in you know, what became West Hollywood. They thrived in this town where a prostitute, a speakeasy, a casino, a gay bar, a mobster, a drag queen was just left alone. The gin, the drugs, and the sex have always been easy in West Hollywood. That image, actually no, that reality stuck. And traces of West Hollywood's very complicated history persist to this very day. This is Shattering the System. More after this break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. 
Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric. Cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. If you're at a name, a nightclub that you've heard of in the L.A. area, it is probably in West Hollywood or incredibly close. Now I'm going to read you a list. See if you recognize any of these. Ciro's, that's where Sammy Davis became a star. Cafe Chocadero, the Rainbow Room, the Viper Room, that's where River Phoenix died outside. Chateau Marmont, the Troubadour, where Elton John first played the U.S. The House of Blues, the Roxy, the Comedy Store. If you were to look up any of those names, you would have a pretty decent history of the nightlife in America. While West Hollywood clubs and its social scene would continue to thrive, ordinary people began to suffer. Rents began to rise and affordable housing was being demolished and replaced with big hotels for tourists and expensive apartment towers. Here's journalist Hank Scott again. What happened was Los Angeles Board of Supervisors had become dominated by Republicans who were not interested in um, preserving, you know, affordable housing for people. 
and the elderly people in West Hollywood. A group called the Coalition for Economic Survival was formed to fight gentrification. Russian Jewish immigrants were struggling to pay rent. So they really pulled things together. But then um, the the coalition also decided to engage the, the gay community, which was smart. Because this was a community that wanted to live in a city where their rights were understood and protected. This was the 80s when the gay world was essentially reaching peak activism. HIV and AIDS hit West Hollywood like a nuclear explosion. The mantra you hear from the men who survived that era in West Hollywood is that lesbian women were the superheroes. And when West Hollywood finally became its own city in 1984, Valerie Tarigdo became its first mayor. That made history. She was the first lesbian to be elected mayor of any incorporated municipality in the United States. And to paraphrase President Joe Biden, it was a big fucking deal. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. One of her first official acts was to march to a popular straight bar and remove a sign in the window that read, no faggots. This is going to be a turning point. We look back at some of the oppression gays and lesbians have felt and say, why were we doing that? This makes absolutely no sense. They're just people. Um, it took time in, in every oppressed class for that consciousness to be raised to say, well, we're all alike here, and those, those dis- class distinctions, whether it be women, men, blacks, Hispanics, um, it's all irrelevant. She helped pass one of the strongest rent control laws in the country, and under Terigno, the city became the second U.S. city to legally recognize same-sex partnerships and offer domestic partner benefits. This is in the 1980s. But everything in West Hollywood has two sides. On March 16, 1986, Valerie Trigno was convicted of embezzling. She resigned from the West Hollywood government after being sentenced to 60 days for embezzling public funds. The very first mayor of West Hollywood went to jail. West Hollywood by the 80s transformed itself from that little railroad town to a progressive mecca. The city was becoming as progressive or as left as any American city with stances on almost every single international issue you can imagine. Meanwhile, West Hollywood has more than its fair share of illegal straight massage parlors, which has been a part of recent things, and human trafficking, which is a problem of epic proportions in Los Angeles, has one of its centers in West Hollywood. West Hollywood was also a center for the legal and illegal marijuana trade alongside a massive illegal drug trade. It's 1.9 square miles of the most fun you'll ever have. Lindsay Horvath, she was the second woman mayor of the city of West Hollywood as the city prospered because of development. It also struggled with its identity. It is the Sunset Strip. It is Melrose and Beverly and the design districts and creative uh, district um, businesses like the Pacific Design Center. Um, There's the Rainbow District with all of the LGBT nightlife, um, including some of the shows that you see on TV, Pump and Sir and, you know, the Vanderpump Rules world is all of there, uh, is all located there on Santa Monica Boulevard, Route 66. Like what, what makes, what makes West Hollywood special? So, oh my and, and gosh. Like, or, there's, you know, there's so, some weird, there's some 
peculiarities beyond just you know being gay, but sure, like being gay city. But. Sure. So there, I think, um, especially because of the LGBTQ identity of um, of the city, a, a lot of people expect the mayor to uh, make statements or take positions on LGBTQ issues writ large. I met Lindsay Horvath in her office in downtown Los Angeles. She's now on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. It's 1.9 square miles, 36,000 people, so a very densely populated city. Somebody described the city as the no man's land between Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. I don't know that anybody would call it no man's town today, but I, I think once upon a time, there um, it was certainly known that the sheriff's department sort of looked the other way at uh, behavior that was going on in this 1.9 square mile enclave. Um, and that's where, you know, sort of the gangsters on the Sunset Strip would go to many of the, um, the historic venues on the Sunset Strip. You know, they went there because they knew that it would be a safe place for them to go. Not as many people were paying attention. So it let people kind of live and let live, so to speak. Before West Hollywood became a city of its own, it was an unincorporated part of Los Angeles County. And it used the L.A. County Sheriff's Department for police protection. This is a system that's called the Lakewood Plan, which was developed where small towns can stay independent, but also provide services like police and fire without the cost of, say, starting your own police force from scratch. And when West Hollywood was incorporated, the city founders stuck with the sheriff. I asked Lindsay Horvath, the former mayor, about the historic relationship between the city of West Hollywood and the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. It's... um been a colorful history, as you might imagine. Um, the sheriff's department, as many law enforcement agencies did, um, had a pretty fraught relationship with the LGBTQ community. Um, there was, um, and it, some would argue continues to be, um, a very difficult relationship between law enforcement and uh, LGBT community members just wanting to live their lives out freely and safely. And um, there were many raids on uh, gay bars in West Hollywood that um, created a very tense and hostile relationship between law enforcement and the community. Now remember, West Hollywood contracts the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, which has about two dozen patrol stations across the region to provide law enforcement services. West Hollywood doesn't have a lot of leverage when it comes to policing its own police force. As a city that has nearly 50% of the community identify as LGBTQ+, there are cultural sensitivity trainings and cultural competencies that are required in order to keep people safe. And um, so there, uh, the relationship then um, improved, and there are now some community members who still to this day feel very strongly that the sheriff's department uh, station in West Hollywood is different than the broader department and um, cares for the West Hollywood community quite effectively. There are folks who do not believe that and very much believe that the sheriff's department hasn't done enough to understand and appropriately serve and keep safe the LGBTQ plus community. Were you satisfied with the sheriff's department when you were uh, in the city? I think that the sheriff's department um, in many ways did a great job and in many ways uh, was very challenged um, to have a city of 36,000 people um, that could on any given night quadruple just because of who was coming in to go to the nightlife um, 
that makes your uh, your job and your responsibilities very difficult. Um, it's not like you're uh, patrolling a bedroom community of 36,000 people um, that you know goes to sleep at 10 o'clock at night. But I will also say because of that, they had to be prepared for a different kind of experience. And um, I think there were ways that the department fell short in terms of the expectations of the community um, as it related, especially to, to cultural competency. And so then, and there's no like, oh, in order to come to West South, like in my mind, there would be like, oh, there is this sort of special training or maybe I want to know this or but there's none of that and you, you're shake you shook your head requirements so. no there uh there was discussion that train certain trainings happened and i asked that question um at a public meeting and um i i just asked uh, someone from the station who was a sergeant um what sort of training he had had um as it related to uh lgbtq plus cultural competency and he said that he had been trained on the flags that was literally his answer. Oh, trained on the... The flag. Ju literally the flags. That was his answer. And so... Like pride flags. He didn't even say pride flags. He just said the flags. So, um, when that is an answer that you get from a sheriff, sergeant, who is dedicated to the West Hollywood station, it is troubling to think that not everyone at the station could receive the kind of training one might expect in order to properly serve the LGBTQ plus community and keep people safe. Members of the community like Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean. This is Shattering the System, the true crime podcast that's about more than crime. More after this break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Annabay. Annabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Annabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. 
I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you've paid any attention to the news or pop culture in the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years, you understand that the LAPD, the police for the city of Los Angeles, have historically been the symbol of police brutality and aggression. Well, the LA sheriff is like the cousin that doesn't get quite as much attention. There really aren't any PBS documentaries about the LA sheriff, though there should be. Right now, for instance, there's a group of whistleblowers And you cannot make this up. A group of L.A. County sheriffs who are claiming that some of their own colleagues, other sheriffs, were members of a gang called the Banditos. The plaintiffs claim that the Banditos gangs, these are police officers, mind you, were harassing and intimidating and even physically attacking other sheriffs. So I don't think we have the greatest leadership right now in West Hollywood. They got rid of several sheriffs. We should be getting rid of the bad apples if there's bad cops that discriminate against people for because of their ethnicity. A special counsel report that was published in early 2023 indicates that gangs within L.A. County Sheriff's Department have existed for decades. And that, quote, members not only use gang-like symbols, but engage in gang-type and criminal behavior directed against the public and other department members. Some of the accused sheriffs have been fired and the county denies the allegations that the internal gangs act with impunity. We reached out to the sheriff's office for this podcast, but they declined. This is the sheriff's office that was in charge. The one that showed up to Ed Buck's apartment when on two different occasions they encountered the lifeless bodies of Jamel Moore and Timothy Dean. There is a huge divide in West Hollywood between renters and homeowners, between woke gays and often older wealthy white men. And there has been a clique of older white men who have been on the city council for decades. No shade on my home for more than a decade, but... Somewhat paradoxically, all these smart people in West Hollywood do not pay attention to local politics. 
And until recently, it wasn't unusual to get less than 20% in a local election. There's a great saying, all politics is local. Well, if all politics is local, then at least some of the power should be, right? So I am standing right across the street from the West Hollywood City Hall, and I'm going to see just how much local residents know about local politics and local power. Do you mind if I ask you a quick question? Do you live in uh, West Hollywood? Um, I, do, I do, but he does. Would you know who the mayor of West Hollywood is? No, I'm so sorry. I should know, but I don't know. No, me neither. I don't know. Gavin Newsom. No? Uh, right now, off the top of my head, no. This is the West Hollywood that Ed Buck chose to move to. And once he got here, he jumped right into the mix of things. He showed up to city council meetings advocating for animal rights. He became part of the gay Democrats and he gave money. He would end up giving nearly $500,000 to politicians over the course of his time in WeHo. Now, that might not seem like a lot, but a few thousand dollars goes a long way in West Hollywood, where in some municipal elections, only a few thousand people show up. So I'm back at the Abbey, and inside the bar, there is a portrait of Liz Taylor. It reads, this was the last place that Liz Taylor was seen in public. Now I'll tell you something, if you sit here long enough, you'll see the new kids just off the bus. I'm afraid a lot of people come here uh, dreaming of becoming musicians, actors, uh, and then they easily get lost in, uh, you know, uh, alcoholism, drugs, and then they run out of money. That's Ottavio today. He was Timothy Dean's roommate. He's a straight Italian actor and dancer. He's been in the U.S. for nearly a decade. The beginning of Ottavio's story sounds like a version of, I don't know, nearly every Hollywood story. When I arrived, I slept in a hostel by Hollywood Boulevard, uh, by the Walk of Fame. So many people arrive with the dreams of stardom, just like Ottavio. But few can imagine what he experienced in West Hollywood. I have a lot of friends that went to study abroad, people in the Netherlands, in Spain, in France, in Italy, in the United States as well, uh, or in other places in the world. And nobody has stories like mine. There is something that remains of that old railroad town and the mob hangout that West Hollywood just cannot shake off. Now, the city of West Hollywood Park, which is where I'm walking, is alongside also the sheriff's office. Elsewhere in the series, we talked to some of the most senior law enforcement officials connected to prosecuting Ed Buck. Now, while Ed Buck is an extreme case, law enforcement in some jurisdictions are looking a bit closer at crimes focusing on the queer community. Let's hear about a case from Jeremiah Levine. He's with the U.S. Justice Department. During that string of robberies, he exclusively targeted gay men who he met on the dating app Grinder. And when he met them, he used uh, gay dating culture in a way that allowed him to really violently exploit these men for robbery. 
In the next episode, we'll return to the more direct story of Jamel and Timothy. We wanted to give you a sense of where they spent their last days. This park and this intersection are where so many queer folks have found their lives and livelihood. I've lived here for over a decade and it has its problems. But if I've learned one thing, it's that if the greatest trick the devil played was making you believe he doesn't exist, then just as dastardly is the idea that anyone could just get off of a bus, a train, or a plane and make it in Hollywood. Well, that's the show. Thanks again to John Ponder of the West Hollywood History website. It's such a great site. Check it out. And Karina Longworth, well, she's the OG of Hollywood podcasts. Got to thank her. This is Shattering the System. Shattering the System is a production of Macro Studios and iHeart Podcasts. I'm your host, Sonari Glenton. You can find me on Instagram at Sonari plus the number one. Our series executive producers are Charles D. King, Asia Corpus Wynn, Roy Orecchio, Jonathan Unger, Lindsay Hoffman, and Sonari Glenton. That's me. Our podcast is co-written and produced by Ralph Cooper III. Erica Rodriguez is our associate producer. Dana Conway is our archival producer. Chris Mann is our audio engineer. Sound design and music provided by Annie Villalobos. Assistant editors, Annie Villalobos and Edward Bartress, with special help from Lisa Pollack. Also, special thanks to Jennifer Buenantoni and the Press Play Agency. Also, special thanks to Portia Robertson-Migas and Karen Grigsby-Bates. And archival clips provided by The Big Goose Adventures. This is Shattering the System. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.